1: to part two of this week's Clash of the Titles the podcast that pits two movies with loads in common in a fight to the death to see which one comes out victorious get against each other <laughs> <laughs> So, what am I saying wrong there? No, let's do this. Let's do this.
2: So, all right. Right. Two movies against each other in a fight to the death.
3: Because what did you used to say? The t- pitch t- two movies.
2: You just say it, it pitch two movies in a fight to the death. It needs to be to pitch two movies against each other in a
3: fight oh, to the death. Or puts bit. two movies in a fight to the death.
1: Cool. Nearly five years in a fight to the death. This is all staying in, by the way. <laughs> I'm good with that. Take two. Hello and welcome to part two of this week's Clash of the Titles, the podcast that pits two movies with loads in common against each other in a fight to the death, Lovely. to see which one comes out victorious. We spent Monday's episode hanging with Steve and Linda, which means today we're chilling with Troy and Lil... Leon. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say
2: it. No,
3: it is Lelina. I don't want to say it. I'll never say it right. <laughs> uh, as
1: we head to Houston, Texas for Ben Stiller's directorial debut from 1994, what does reality do? Reality bites.
0: Hello, you've reached the winter of our discontent.
3: I'm uh, making this documentary about my friends but It's really about people who are trying to find their own identity Without having any real role models or heroes or anything It seems like your friends would be perfect for that I truly believe that if we can get two women on the Supreme Court We can get at least
1: one on you, Sam I lost my job Why'd you get a job at Burgerama? So which film of this week's Will They Won't They War Will be victorious We'll have a winner at the end of the show So let's get it on Welcome to Clash of the Titles Clash putters. Hi, I'm not a practice in verging. I'm Alex Zane. I'm Vicky Crumpton. I'm Lelaina. <laughs> Very
3: good. Is it Lelaina?
1: We... I just said, don't look at him. I'm just checking with Chris. Is it Lelena, Chris? I think so. Oh, okay. Thanks for that. Let me just... Uh... Write that down. That's really useful info. Brilliant. Welcome to part two of Singles versus. Don't look at me like that. Versus Reality Bites. As you well know, the end of this episode features the verdict. Where will we declare? Where will we declare? Where we will declare, which is definitively. Come on, just
2: chuck it over to let Vicky carry on now. Come on, Vicky.
3: We'll declare a winner. Can at I the end jump of the in? Can I jump in? <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, we all agreed we would dress up in nineties clothes today. Yep. Vicky, thank you. You're looking very nice. Do you love it? Looks look,
3: good. and the jeans. And the shoes! Yeah. And Chris. also the eyeshadow, but you is this 90s? Oh. Yeah! Flannel shirt? Yeah.
1: It's better than what
2: you normally wear. Yes. Yeah. He's, already, he's already said that to me. Yeah, so flannel, I wasn't sure. Because I haven't changed my, what I wear oh. from the 90s to now. Okay. I just wear
3: the same shit. Yeah. So flannel shirt. Flannel shirt, yeah, but it's also because you've got the t shirt underneath. Very 90s. Can roll. Uh, Alex,
2: same as usual. Yep. Same as black t shirt. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Show on Monday! That black t-shirt costs more than your monthly salary.
1: <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. Henny's
3: actually. <laughs> right then, on Monday we were singles,
1: and today the reality of our situation has dawned on us. V, take us on a journey.
3: Generation X, explain yourself. Why do you think you are so Generation Exceptional that you can book the very system that facilitates the privilege you're claiming to be appalled by and want no part of? Your dad owns a fucking factory, Lilane. Wake up. Different times, I guess. A time where yuppies were real and dicking around, stoned off your nut in a corner shop is what passes for charming. And HIV looms large. And the times being what they were, this film explores a health condition which disproportionately impacts minoritised communities through the prism of the straight white woman's fears. Ah, oh, well... So Lelaina and Troy are the worst people you've ever met living with Vicky who seems okay but she works at Gap and goes to Jean's seminars so yuck to Vicky and Sammy whose character is nice and gay and that's that <laughs> into Lelaina and Troy's eye fucking festival wanders Michael who's instantly charmed by Lelaina because she likes fizzy drinks and falls for his whole we're just made of stars bullshit chat up routine Michael wants to make Laney rich and successful which is gross until she's skint and then it's fine except Michael turns her once in a lifetime cinema very no holds barred exploration of a jilted <laughs> generation into something else, something good. So she runs back to Troy. His own chat-up style continues to be borderline abusive. But then his dad dies, so he turns up in a suit, all sad and vulnerable, and we all know what that means. Previously hidden depths in a person who says things like, hello, you've reached the window of discontent with a straight face, will be opened up to her and only her, and they can live together on daddy's money, tumbling off furniture during sex because 90s, leaving snarky messages on answer phones in isolation, which is where this pair belong.
1: Very good. That was hard. That yeah, was very good. That was very good. Very good. Was very very good. good. Very Thank good. you. It's, it's pronounced Lelaine. La- 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 <laughs> they
3: sometimes call Elaney, so I'll do that as well. Mm. Uh, right then, when did you... Fi- you this is your first one. Never I seen I can't believe it. Never seen it. Did I've you fucking hate it? Fucking awful. <laughs> 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 I knew it would get you because you... Well, you 10, 15 years ago, you'd have seen Troy and you'd be like, oh, I see you, man, and I get it. But now you? No, no. No, you love Troy. You love Troy. Oh,
1: my God. He loves Troy. I hate Troy. Troy, which scuppered this entire movie for me. And I was like, I I actually, because I really wanted to enjoy it. And I kept trying to find things (laughs) about Troy that I could relate to or empathise with. And I
3: can't. He's awful. That's good. He's He's a dick. He's awful. He's the worst. (laughs) I'm so pleased for you. And you. Yeah, I mean, I watched this at the time. This
2: and Singles felt like equally big moments for the youth movement. So <laughs> I'm amazed you've not seen either. I'm amazed you loved one, didn't hear of the other one. These sort of carried equal weight with me. Yes. Except this was more my music. You've got, you've got bands I actually would go and see live on this soundtrack. Yeah. And <clears throat> But yeah, I found Troy to be so annoying mm. when I was a kid. Awful person. That I found the film to be annoying. Yes. But I've tried to think about him a little deeper this time. I and mean, I, I found some... it
3: annoying. It's it, But, it, you know, the thing that it, it just it got me, as in, like, so, basically, I saw it when I was at college, but they the characters in this film are 10 years older than me. So I was 13 in 1994, and then by the time I saw it, I was probably, like, 19 or 20. So that does make a difference, that sort of cultural shift. And having spoken to people who love this film, I've never been like this, but I think people that see themselves in Lelaina, but actually, specifically, Winona Ryder and everything she embodies, are like, oh, she chose the wrong person or whatever. And it's like, no, she didn't she's fucking terrible and Troy is awful and they end up together and that's absolutely fine but also
2: isn't it this, the kind of story where when you're 13 Troy is the dreamboat and then when you actually grow up you realise that Michael's the dreamboat no, because- in the same way that we're supposed to be uh, liberal when we're younger and then yeah. we become more conservative as we oh. get older
3: Apart from Ben Stiller has cast himself so brilliantly because he is the most asexual, non-attractive, attractive attractive person that you've ever met in your life. You don't want to have sex with this man, not now, not when you're older, never. And that's really important, or it is to me. So you can't be with him because there's 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 nothing there.
1: Ben Stiller is hideous.
3: There's zero spark. So it's good that he gets to move on with his life. So no one but fancies he's, him. He's work
1: no. focused though. Like he's yeah, but he's
3: not attractive. But he's an attractive person, but there's just nothing there, is there? I thought people fancied his character. No, not me. Yeah, And also, no, but- I was a big fan of Generation X by Douglas Coupland. Uh, so I was pre-made to like like this film.
1: I like the Pepsi advert with the Spice Girls where they were like, Generation next, generation next, a generation.
3: That's nice. So let me show you this picture. This is me, right? <laughs> so I found it putting away the wedding pictures. So this is me and I, it's, I can't believe it, but I've thought about it. And now the reason I think I'm 13 or 14 is because I'm wearing a short skirt, but I'm actually wearing it, not wearing it quite marks ironically, which is what I would go on to do. Wait, so you you actually a are- Pick you, can't, you, can't, you can't wear skirts, ironically. You can. No, you can't. You can. Give and me, I've, me, I, me, I me, haven't me. got much makeup on. And then the minute I get to like fourteen, fifteen, it's just like a lot of like glitter, little sort of stickers on my eyes Building up
2: too much. I don't know how to what react to this. No, man. building up too much. All <laughs> oh, right, sorry. What did okay,
1: you
3: now she's it? about to, she's about to you jump you across the, the table.
1: Pass me. Oh my God. <laughs>
3: Can you believe be it? I know. Oh, Come
1: way. on, we <laughs> got to be quick. People can't see this. Hang on a second. Holy shit! I know.
3: Oh my god! <laughs> You're gonna. You are going you can not believe it. I think I'm being told to go back upstairs and put some Aww, fucking clothes bless on. Bless you. You look like a nice person. <laughs> I was a nice
1: person. No makeup.
3: No, no, not not. And I think I've got braces, but you can't see them. Mm. Yeah, that that was me anyway.
1: Wow. Yep. So that was you when you watched this film?
3: No, I didn't watch it then. I watched it when I was older, but that's me when this film was out. Right. So, like, that's just 90s me. All right. So, I'll tell you a bit about it, shall I? Yeah. All right. So. Written by Helen Childress. It's her first script. It's directed by Ben Stiller. It's his directorial debut. Everybody's so young and full of promise. Mm. She based it on her life and her friends. That's unbearable. Um, <laughs> she called
2: it Baby Busters.
3: She did. It was Untitled Baby Busters Project. I don't know what that means. <laughs> no. um, she lived with Stacey Sher, who's the exec producer on this. So this all based on, like, you know, she's living with people and her old friends are not, like, coming in and out and What's whatever. Was one of her
1: friends called Troy?
3: Yes, she he sued her. Did you mm, know that? Yeah. yeah, that's fun, isn't it?
1: I I I don't know how they sorted it out because the yeah the, the, all that is out there is that she wrote him a letter mm. going, this isn't based. I don't think
3: I would do it. No right. Like if you spent money on a lawyer, like I'd need that back at she, least. She, there's definitely been a payout. Yeah, there must uh, be. she she's definitely had to pay him money. But I it's didn't just read not that, but there. I did. I just read settled, so yeah. I assume money. Um, reality bites. You'll be interested to know was not meant to be reality bites, as in reality is shit. It's meant to be a riff on sound bites, reality bites, as in mm. little snippets. Not is it not a, a double meaning? It can be, but that's not what she meant. Oh, but you can read it however you want to read it. Great, as I always say. So uh, the titles can be more than one thing. Is that an impression? me nope. <laughs> anyway Winona Ryder basically made this happen because you've got to think where you are she's a huge big deal she said that she saw herself in Lelaina and that might have been what her life was like if she wasn't uh, a massive fucking movie star which she is and was um, and then anyway that's what it gets the green light off the back of she casts Ethan Hawke he wasn't this huge fan of Ben Stiller he thought he was quote-unquote a clown uh, but in the end, at
1: this stage, why ben Ben Stiller done it? He'd done the Ben Stiller, the ben Stiller show Stiller right? Shot. Okay, this yeah. is I what they're all on
2: YouTube, the Ben Stiller shows. Mm. Uh, I watched a bunch of them about six months ago. This is shot very much like the Ben Stiller show, and Janine Garofalo is like the second lead in that as yeah. well. So, so Janine
3: Garofalo gets this through that through Ben Stiller, yeah. Um, and Ben Stiller eventually casts himself, which I do think is a perfect move.
2: Um, yeah, because originally this character was uh, much older. And not a TV producer. who's doing something a bit more boring. Right. But um, I think it's better that he's younger. I think he, because if he's if he's in his thirties, it makes him much more creepy. It's creepy. Weird, Whereas is. if he's if he's around her, just a slightly bit older than her, then yeah. he's a he's a genuine um, possibility.
3: And he's a different version, which of, is important.
2: Yeah. I think I hate those films where one's so obviously a villain. <laughs> yeah. where, where there's an actual choice to be made. I think it's much more interesting it's storytelling Wayne's world.
3: Okay. It's Cassandra.
1: It's the guy uh, mm. Rob Lowe's character. Yes, oh, yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Um, Janine Garofalo's part, Gwyneth Paltrow editioned, nope. Parker Posey, strong.
1: Yes, yes. Oh, love Parker Posey. I know, Posey. me too.
3: Yeah. And Anne Hesch, also know
1: Parker Posey is the only reason I've watched Blade Trinity more than once. <laughs>
3: Uh, did you know that Janine Garofalo got fired when she was making it for dicking around uh, but they took her back obviously because you in can the-
1: fire an actor who you've hired for dicking around it sounds she- like you can yeah. I got fired from Rosencrantz and Gillenstern are dead at university for dicking around <laughs> so yes you can
3: that's a new story. Yeah, there you go. I didn't know you tread the boards. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. I was playing Hamlet in it. And <laughs> yeah. I knew it. And I got, uh, I got fired. Uh, for, for dicking around? Literally did you, dicking around in rehearsal. Did, cause did you like, think Hamlet shit. was the lead? You thought Hamlet was the lead, you didn't you? You it, are like, bingo. <laughs> it's because there there's a line in it where Hamlet has to go, buzz, buzz. And I thought it was really funny. You go, buzz, buzz. And pretend I was a bee. And no On one else set. did. No. Well, <laughs> the other actors did, but they don't get to hire or no, fire. The, the director does. She didn't. Uh, did you get
3: taken back, or was that the end no, of your was, theatrical career? It was
1: the beginning and end of uh, <laughs> me being a uh, an a lister right now.
3: God, imagine where that could have gone if you'd not dicked around.
1: Seriously, I, I honestly think I'd be like Dwayne the Rock Johnson.
3: <laughs> I see you as more of like a John Sims, and that is not a cuss, actually. I see myself more like a John Cusack. Do you? Yeah. (laughs) The only guy who's ever scared Danny Trejo. I always forget about that. Because there's nothing in his eyes. (laughs) Dead eyes. Like a shark's (laughs) eyes. Right, so we will talk about music. So Ethan Hawke and Lisa Loeb, they're neighbours, they went to the same same theatre company or were in the same theatre company. She plays him Stay. She's an unsigned artist. He gives it to Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller puts it on the credits. So this was a huge big deal. I knew the song before I knew the film. 100,000 million percent. Yeah,
2: Yeah, if you didn't see it when the film came out, this was number one for like four weeks. What's
3: the song? Are you talking?
2: Stay by Lisa Loeb. It plays every in credits. It was number one for four weeks.
3: When I want you. it when Don't listen to us. It's the do most. Mean,
2: wait, Stay by Shakespeare's sister? No, no. no. It's the most beautiful, um, annoying song.
3: Don't pay attention to the. But did you like this song when it came out? Yeah, but then I loved it just got it.
2: overplayed, and like, I, I couldn't imagine I listening to it to again. I to do it at
3: karaoke, and it doesn't land. I mean, very little does, but it really
1: does <laughs> <win>. <laughs> Did you ever put up the karaoke video of. No, not <laughs> See <ya>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's sitting there waiting.
3: Please don't. Did I put it up? Please I think don't. I did, don't do that. You? Don't hold think, me hostage. No, That's I think not... we
2: did. I think we agreed and, uh, it, and it did go up. Um, Russell,
3: <laughs> Russell, Gary,
1: let us know.
2: No, it made, not let us know. She was the first unsigned artist to go to number one in the
3: charts. Mm-hmm. Which is amazing. And I would strongly recommend there's this podcast that I go on to you about all the time called 60 Songs That Explain the 90s mm-hmm. with Rob Harvilla. Uh, there's an episode all about. This, <laughs> Our
1: listeners have just gone down. They only have so many subscriptions. I'm so sorry.
3: <laughs> anyway, so the real Troy, he sued her. They get settled. It's fine. It premieres at Sundance. Had a bit of a moment. There have been a few goals at turning it into a TV series, which I can see. I think that's probably impossible. To Friends. Be honest. Yeah, basically. And then there's this alternate ending that the, the you know, they blow up the BMW or something. That's like that's not very exciting. Uh, slightly more exciting is it was the 25 year anniversary and they got some of the cast together and they asked a rider, where are these characters now and she believes that Lilena and Vicky are in a same-sex relationship which I think is nice for them
2: it's interesting yeah, what but you she said... wouldn't be would she is because, it... because uh, Helen Childress said it's about her so a sequel would be about Whatever her and her husband it's going to
3: be
1: about me
2: and my husband yeah,
3: having a nice life <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, it's interesting that you said on Monday about Cameron Crowe adding the bit where it pulls out to the cityscape yeah. and everyone's having the conversation yeah. because that feels like an ending this doesn't have an ending
3: no it doesn't it just sort of stops
1: yeah, I mean, like obviously, I'm, I'm tainted by the fact that Troy is in this movie. So.
2: <laughs> did, did you watch that anniversary Q&A with all the cast on stage?
3: No, I've read a lot about it. But it's I didn't quite
2: it. funny. There's some fun stuff in it, but it's Ben Stiller saying it over the soundtrack. Obviously, he's talking about uh, Peter Frampton doing Baby yes. I Love Your Way. Uh, but they said you can't have the Peter Frampton version. You've got to have the Big Mountain version of it on the soundtrack. And he's genuinely <laughs> pissed off that that went to number one, even though it helped their film. He's like, why is there a regular version <laughs> of that song in my film but and on our soundtrack because it's really good <laughs> <laughs> I mean it is quite good but I mean literally it's about the Peter Frampton version anyway I just thought it was funny it was like it was
1: angry Ben Silla
2: being very funny
3: so that's it we, should, we can talk about the film can we? let me yeah let me just can let me just oh, open what this we, what's this one then
1: what's it called this is a sun
3: hello Oh, that's That's like my son. Oh my like, god! Oh my god! He's making beer now. <laughs> uh,
1: thank you, Nikki, for
2: Thanks, giving Nikki. us this beer. And Chetty,
3: thank you so much. Thanks, Nikki. Nikki. That's so thoughtful.
1: That's very kind of you to bring us beer.
3: Beer leads to more beer. All right, so here we go. We are Generation X, and we hate grown-ups. Uh, Lelena has graduated. She pleads to the class. How can we be different? She's such a hero. She only takes her daddy's BMW to do him a favour, I would say.
1: I like this restaurant scene. I wish there were more scenes like this. I like the broken up parents. I think it's good. I it's, think yes. there's stuff to be explored there that isn't explored. I'd rather be spending time with them and seeing their relationships, their new partners and how they interact with each other than these awful people I have to spend the rest of this
3: movie I know. with.
1: The opening scene, though, hasn't aged well in terms of the music.
3: No. It's Gary Glitter. Oh, Boom. yeah. <laughs> it's hard. That is, that's a big riff. It's so I know I don't know how many films it was in. Do you know what? I'm just going to say it. Oh, hey, hang on! Oh, you, oh no, it. you're not.
1: You're not going to come out and support of Gary glitter. <laughs> no, <But> Alex, <laughs> please don't do that. I cannot. I cannot do a Christmas without listening to another rock and roll Christmas at least once. So I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. All that's right. it. That's it.
3: That's all right. Anyway, so. I was going to do this very snarky thing about Elena all the way through, but I'm really torn. So on the one hand, I think it's fine to find her ridiculous because the final scene of the film does rip the piss out of her because it gives a power back to Michael a little bit. But so many people love her and love what she represents and what she stands Why? for. What, 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 I don't what, know. If you
1: tell me what people love about her so I might be able to understand This sort
3: it. of whimsical, doesn't know her place, the fact that she's got two men to fight over. She's, she's got
1: she's two hot men. She's got her
2: principles, she's anti-consumerist, she's anti-materialism. Uh, she, I don't know. There's an authenticity, I think, to Winona Ryder playing the part as well. Um, it's I don't the, know. The, it's, the
1: only part I like, I'm not Troy saying in that you movie. have to
2: like her no. or, or see yourself in her, but a lot of young people yes. did.
3: Yes. The River. Re- I the, think she's another. In the same way that if you'd
2: watched this when you were twelve,
1: you would have fucking wanted to be Troy.
3: Maybe. I've got, maybe. Just,
1: maybe that's true. Uh, but I like Troy only in the scenes where he calls her out for her bullshit. Those are the mm. only moments in this movie where I go. Oh,
3: actually, that's see, yeah, it's, it's that sort of negging thing that you tell me as a thing. Like, I don't think he's negging her. I
1: think <clears throat> she's judging him, and he's. Proving well, how about to when her- he says to
3: her, now, "We all know you where you slept to the podium. We all, we all know you slept your way to the podium. She's valedictorian of her class, and she's, and that we're supposed to go. Hit, that's hot.
1: No, he's joking. Then she's in on that joke. Okay. She's definitely part of that. Mm. Like, when he when he uh, pretends he wants to kiss her, he's definitely
2: <gasps> negging her then. Yes. Anyway, we'll awful. get there. We'll get there. See, I don't, I don't want to jump someone ahead. Someone understands
3: yeah. negging. Someone doesn't. <laughs> what a bastard! She's never been nagged. So uh, to establish right the kids, the people that live in this thing, they're they're not all grown up, but they're trying. So Vicky's having these one night stands, but she writes it down in this childish diary thing. And Lainey's got a grown up job in TV with Fraser's dad, but she's rubbish at it. So they're trying to do you oh. know, I'm just trying to do adulting like Frasier's kind of. Dad. Ad- is she you what, said you've,
1: it? you've watched the New For Asia, haven't you?
3: No, you Chris did.
1: Oh, and you said it was not good. No. Right. Um, Grant Gubbler. Is she bad at
2: her job? I thought he was just a massive bastard. Yeah, he he is, is a massive
3: bastard. Because he's started, judging her on her bad. looks and she things. forgets something at the beginning. So you're Does supposed she? to think oh, okay. it's charming how crap we're at this. Fair enough, I think. Anyway, she's all charming and whatnot, but who in their right mind throws the end of a lit cigarette anywhere let alone into somebody else's car yeah. that is not acceptable okay. and I think Michael is very forgiving because she tries to set him on fire and make him crash <laughs> yeah. um, is he
2: or is he thinking hello I'm in there I yeah. just don't understand
1: <laughs> the logic she clicks <laughs> the cigarette
2: <laughs> I
3: love that <laughs> onto a CD case and suddenly it <clears throat> bursts into flames <laughs> who knows movie logic uh, at the same time as Michael and Lania are having their thing Troy moves into the maxi pad which I do find very very funny <laughs> Um, turns it into the den of slack yeah he's in a band he smokes a lot he'll stuff brownies down your face hot unsure don't know seems a bit physical a little bit aggressive
1: I normally uh, when I see smoking in films it makes me want to smoke yeah uh, in this they smoke too much I, it made me feel yeah, me sick how much they smoke in I this agree film. with
3: you yep yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, that's it. So the friends, they all get a bit baked and they go and dance to my Sharona, annoying. We've all done something like that and it is annoying.
2: That scene was on MTV all the time as well. These are two MTV (laughs) movies and I just feel I can never hear my Sharona again because I've seen that 30 seconds over and over and over.
3: I will say that one does land in karaoke. I don't do it with you two for some reason, but I've done it before and it's a a good one. It's very realistic. It's nice, isn't it? It's like caramel, yeah, it's nice. I was like... Wow. shit, that's delicious. That's
2: amazing. They're all super hungry, though, and it's very realistic when you see the food that they're picking up. None of it's actual food. It's the shit we would buy at two in the morning when you were, like, 20.
3: <laughs> now then.
1: My friend, my fr- I'll just use his first name. My friend, uh, when we were kids, we were about 14. Yeah. So he uh, he went down to our 24-hour garage in Leeds, and he wanted to buy some pornography, but he didn't want it to seem like he was buying pornography. So he also bought a block of cheese <laughs> to disguise the pornography purchase. He went, I'd li- like a copy of Fiesta... And a block of cheese. <laughs> yeah, well, did he wrap the cheese in the magazine? <laughs> then that
2: works. That's so
3: weird. It's
1: like putting fish in
2: newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Steady on.
3: Right, anyway, date night for Lelena and Michael. Now imagine you've taken someone out to dinner and she says to you, I'm making a documentary about my friends and you're a grown-up with a job. I think you should run a thousand miles from that place. No, because
2: we're, we're on the crest of the wave of the real world. Yeah. He works for an MTV rip-off and the real world... Did you watch the real world? No. Yes. It was addictive. Yeah. I, it was I, I, massive. Yeah. It was huge. As a young person, I, I just wanted to be hanging out with those people. Yeah. Um, I mean, I
1: didn't, but I understand. It's, it, what... it's a take-off of that, but that's what was working at that time.
3: Yeah. Well, he has his revenge. What anyway.
1: he does with her video is way better than what her video is. Her 100%. video is shit home movies yes. about awful people.
2: Yeah, he makes them funny.
3: Yeah, but and I he gets know... a sweet time with Pizza Hut. So good work.
2: I and think. and I don't think the film's saying that what she did was the brilliant thing that she thinks it is. No, I yeah. don't. Think so. it, it's saying that she's a bit of a wally. This anti-capitalist, anti—I mean—and obviously the film is full of product placement. Yeah, that. I, I don't know. I feel like um, I feel like we're laughing at her as much as we're laughing at his his work I
3: think you're allowed to laugh at her aren't you because yeah, I, I certainly so. do and I think it's I, I think, it's I, I
2: think Helen Children's is having a, a little bit of a dig at everyone in quite an affectionate way because she knows that she was and is that I mean she
1: wrote it when she was 20 so
2: she, she was living 20. in that world yeah.
3: she was 23 when it came out I so can't 24. believe she
1: knew a guy called Troy Dyer and she decided to call the character Troy Dyer I because mean, she
3: was 20 she was doofus <laughs> <laughs> like, try harder he will take you to court. Yeah. <laughs> so Michael I would say has his revenge because a few moments after the Old, I'm making a documentary about my friend's moment. He's like, I love stars, that means I'm a very deep thinker, <laughs> and that works because she's like, Yeah, stars are so cool, <laughs> whatever. I like drinks, <laughs> so it, apparently it, that's it.
2: A bit of Peter Frampton, a big gulp, and she's his, basically.
3: Yeah. Yeah, she is. And then uh, doesn't Troy walk past them doing it, it in the car? It's a very
2: strange that, yeah. that, you know, we talk about stalkery moments. Troy's very slowly walking past them, taking out the rubbish, maybe, but having a good old look. Yeah. Um, now,
3: I do love this scene because it really hurt. It was, I don't know what, I don't think this has ever happened to me, but when he's like, I'm in love with you, joking, you're like, oh, you motherfucker. Mm, <laughs> like, he tells her not
1: a, to flatter herself. Yeah. It's Unbelievable! It's, it's a really nasty thing.
3: To yeah, me. it's really, really awful. It's so, and she gets, she comes out of it with a bit of dignity. He doesn't. But what a! Dick. Are you, are you fancying him here, though? No, I don't fancy him because I find him annoying. I mean, he's good looking, but he mm. is annoying.
2: I thought you might come here and say you fancied him. Maybe I, I'm, I did. I'm glad you younger. didn't. Yeah. I'm thinking back to Paul Rudd versus Heath Ledger.
3: Which, I surprised you with that.
2: Oh, not really? What was it the not result? Really? The result was no. you said. I and reckon I'll... every girl will say Heath Ledger and, and every guy will say I Paul said. Rudd. So you were
3: like, Paul Rudd or Heath Ledger? I was like, that's not even... I can't believe you're even asking me yeah, that question. Yeah. It's obviously Heath Ledger. right? And then you were like, that's ridiculous. It's like, we, what we decided is all we the didn't boys say that's want... Rid-
2: we didn't say that's ridiculous.
3: All the boys want to hang out with Paul Rudd and all the girls
2: want a fucking fledge. Fuck <laughs> and I wondered if that was the same here. Because I want to hang out with Michael here because he's
1: got his Dr. Zaius, uh <laughs> yeah, You know, that's like my bedroom. Oh my God. Have you watched the uh, Frozen Empire trailer? No. Ghostbusters, Frozen in.
3: I right? have! That's a lie! Yes. Yeah, call it Ghostbusters. I have seen it. And so, initial, reactions, initial... Sorry,
1: initial reactions from the biggest Ghostbusters fan in the world, the connection is Paul Rudd's in it. Go on.
3: The initial reaction for me is it looks like the Ice is the main character and that makes me concerned, but I'm along for the ride.
1: I am positive about that because of when Ice chases Jake Gyllenhaal in The Day After Tomorrow. <laughs>
3: Uh, so ice has got game ice can actually <laughs> yeah. be scary when it chases keep, down a
2: corridor and I keep pinching us doing coolers ice with Rebel Without a Cause
3: yes Vanilla
1: Ice is a terrific actor <laughs> He is, his best work is in Madonna's book, Sex, where he's got a hand his hand down her pants. Oh, yeah. Weir- oh, weirdest, weirdest, weirdest weirdest thing in the world. It you it yeah. Is, yeah. Have you seen that Tells movie, though, where he's got his hand down Michelangelo's pants? <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> he's weird. A baby. It's, it's weird because they had to put pants on Michelangelo, who doesn't normally have pants. <laughs> I, wouldn't have so said,
2: I, I, I honestly be, wouldn't have said that joke <laughs> if I didn't know he was topping up. <laughs> I knew I'd get a rise out of him.
3: I think on that note, we'll have a short break.
1: Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany, and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash greattalent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.
0: Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe.
3: And didn't David Bowie teach you? No, wait. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he taught
2: David Bowie to box and do art, and he taught my dad boxing and art.
3: Does your dad box? He did at school. Oh. Yeah, he yeah. And, 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 he and, he, and, he, and he
2: told David Bowie to continue the music and art, and told my dad to call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: There's only room for one David Bowie in the world, so... No, but when
2: I spoke to Duncan, he said this teacher really inspired my dad. I said he kind of inspired my dad, but just in a different <laughs> to do way. Else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, in yeah. a
1: different universe. Yeah. There's no David Bowie, there's Tentilly. <laughs>
3: I know, I've <laughs> spoken to my dad about this at length. And rightly so. So where are we? little bit of mawkish documentary footage. Uh, Fraser's dad hates that, so Lelena anchormans him then she gets fired
2: yeah how did you feel watching that i loved it watching a man keep reading what's written down even though it's incorrect
1: <laughs> you, did you see a lot of yourself in that character listen <laughs> i spend time scripting these episodes yeah and i know i i love the fact that you two pretend that what you're saying is coming from your minds and <laughs> i haven't written it this is an entirely scripted hour-long show <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, it's not that big I, I know you put yeah, in a lot were, of work no, I know you put in a lot of work but it's when your script says my name's Vicky that it makes me feel weird <laughs> you know I'm going to say it I'm not going to be like what now i
1: have had to adapt it because now Chris just introduces himself
3: as oh, Chris oh bless you <laughs> oh
1: my god I'm going to switch it up I didn't
2: even say Chris don't today don't
3: switch it up he'll break I said <laughs> Lena today
2: um, and it's funny I think I thought of you as well that this film's all about uh, the worst thing you can do is sell out by working for MTV <laughs> there's my boy he did it! Oh,
1: yeah, now come Vicky, on, Vicky was there. Where a friend of ours who we used to live with, when I played my first VHS uh, cassette yeah. of an MTV show, I went, "You've sold out."
3: Yeah, it's so I funny remember. to me. Yeah, I do. Like, is it, I mean, t- I was so excited for you. Yeah, me too. I, I, which I is the normal,
1: Which is the normal reaction? <laughs> yeah. I got a job on MTV. I was showing you my first show, and uh, another stand-up comedian was like, "Ugh." Yeah, so you've sold out there.
3: This is the difference, teen... and, that's the real... and that's
1: these people though. In yeah. this in this
2: film, they they have the same belief system. It's funny um, when she showed it to her daughter not that long ago, Helen Childress, her daughter. And I have heard this before. Her daughter said to her, "What's selling out?" Yeah. Because it's just not a concept. The new generation, the younger people, it's all about getting sponsorship on TikTok and, yeah, and being an influencer thing, yeah. and all that kind of I thing. I think
3: the 10 years between me and these characters means like something for a real-world example. You're on MTV, and I'm not like, dude, you've sold out. It's like, this is awesome. If Michael comes to you and says, I'm going to put your shitty documentary on telly and make you loads of money, our generation, will go, that's incredible. Thank you so much. It's
1: a weird thing, isn't it? Like, I, I still, The selling out thing is still a big thing <clears throat> for me. Like, so, Someone asked me, nah. I was asked to do a reality show. Yeah. And I, mm. I was like, to me, that is selling out. Yeah, like, that is, and I, I was like, no. And someone at my agency was like, it's not the same as it was. You're, you're judging this from the wrong perspective. Yeah, it's a it's- problem, isn't it? I, I'm asked to promote. A
2: product on my social media. Mm. I can't bring myself to do it and then get given it for free or whatever. Yeah, because it still feels in my head wrong. Whereas the rest of the world's moved on from that. They
3: do it all. Yeah, because
2: I I, feel like my voice and my reputation is all I've got really. And once I've given, (laughs) I've sold that. So true.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Troy.
3: (laughs) I'm the most real thing you've got. What? (laughs) <laughs>
1: like, like, I'm, t- I'm actually too real. <laughs> well there's a thing
2: though that they say that like critics are getting paid for positive reviews. Oh yeah. Sure. And the moment yeah. someone does something like that, it fucks it for everyone. Yes, and it's, it's like a trust them. it's a it's a frightening thing. Mm. Whereas um, this podcast,
1: this is real. If you give me fifty p, I'll
3: <laughs> say whatever
2: you want.
1: Arguably, I actually think you've got a point. Maybe this is too real. I think we maybe we should pull back from the reality. I think we've crossed the rubicon. And this is start pretending more.
3: Just be a bit more professional. I thought <laughs> that's know. the word I was looking for. I knew
1: it was a p word. <laughs>
3: Anyway, I do think it's interesting here. I think it's a good, well-written argument between best friends that uh, Lelaina insults Vicky about the gap thing because she's like, I don't want to work at gap. And then later on, she has another go at her, which is like, you've always been waiting for this to happen. It's like, you selfish, spoiled little bitch. Your friend is being super supportive. She's a good actor. She doesn't play the sort of endlessly supportive, like in singles linda's got a very i think she's a resistant in the end but she's just this character who's only there to go i will do you know i'm here to support you no matter what which is super boring whereas at least vicky's got like a bit of something going for her but it's a good argument where it's like she's projecting like you you vicky's life is sorted lelena's life is not you're jealous no i'm not blah 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 i thought yeah. that was really well written uh, this is weird. She keeps talking about her and Troy being best friends, but they were never best friends. She's like, I've lost my best friend. I think
2: I think they are. I think they're those best friends that are horrible to each other because they're secretly in love.
3: Yeah. And then it's well, when Harry met Sally, isn't it? Yeah. A little bit. So the thing is... That's I, a great movie. Oh, That's what a film. <laughs> we've done it. We've <laughs> done we've it. Done Can't do it again, we've done it. You can listen to that episode. We should do it again. Uh, but anyway... Her having said that, her and Troy are best friends. I don't see it, but now she's down, and so he takes her for a walk, and that is a nice thing to do for your friend. And then they have that nice chat about you, me, and well, he talks at her. You, me, and five dollars is all we need, and that's quite uh, like that's famous, seductive, yeah. I
1: was googling quotes uh, from this movie, and that's everywhere. That's
3: yeah, like is really sweet. Some,
1: some good acting as well. Yeah. they're good. They're good actors.
3: And I also think now he's like I want. To, he tries to get off with us, and he's like I want mm. to evolve, and she, which is called for, have sex, but she doesn't want to do it. And then it might be because of Michael. But it is good that he, Troy has acted like a prick but at least he's n- normal here He says, this is what I want using the term I'd like to evolve I think it's quite smart
1: he's real dude he's
3: so he's, real he's
1: too He's too real
2: <laughs> he's sorry a... wait
3: you think the uh, <coughs>
1: he's uh, saying to her we're asking, friends asking for sex if it's pitched as I'd like to evolve
2: I
3: think it's quite clever You're, you like that <laughs> I think I would say yes excellent interesting <laughs> I'd like to
2: evolve my penis
3: <laughs> 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 that would that would seal the deal quite frankly <laughs> so anyway Michael, he wants to put her work on the telly. He wants to do her a massive favour. She's so desperate to avoid this. We have the, quote marks, disastrous job interview montage. Mm. Because she will not say yes to this amazing deal, which is baffling to people of our age, I think.
2: So you've got Andy Dick in this. Oh, who, God, he's he he's great. Be, that, yeah. he, he turned out to be a dick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, no, no,
1: no, no,
3: no.
2: Define irony. Uh, that's Ben Stiller's mum who yeah, says that is that, yeah. is that then, what it's
3: like when you go for a job as a journalist though I've thought of you because isn't she trying to get a job on the news or something something like a serious yeah thing? You,
2: you'll get a writing task probably so really? it won't happen in the room so I mean will... I'm, I'm saying probably I'm, people are doing them for me right now <laughs> so
3: definitely <laughs> definitely
2: <laughs> I can't speak for 1993 though and I still can't believe you've made me do a writing test <laughs> <laughs> No, we just need addiction from you. Um, we've got David Spade managing Wiener Dude.
3: Yeah, fun.
2: Um, and she can't get she can't get that job. It really, it makes me think of I, I I once applied for a job at Opta. What's that? Uh, they it was the beginning of football statistics, and the job would have been to count corners and throw-ins in a football match, and I didn't get the job. <laughs> I was like, how am I not qualified for this? <laughs>
3: That's madness. I
2: mean, it, it might have driven me mad as well as a job, but it just felt very doable. Yeah,
3: is that what you said? don't say that when you go in? This no, is this is piece of piss, by the way. No, i was just in shock. Thank I'm you. in shock for you. What's the worst job you ever didn't get? I can tell. I can tell you a horrible story. I've had, I've got every job I've ever applied for. <laughs> Okay, (laughs) that's fine. I once went for a job when I was really broke and I was really low and I just was so desperate for money and they were opening up like a new cocktail bar in town and I I thought it was a job like I thought it was like come along talk to the bar manager and when I got there I realized it was more like an open audition for hot women so I was like what the fuck am I gonna do so I was like well I'm just I'm here now so I'm just gonna wait it out I I can't do you know what I can't finish that story tell us it's so awful so I'm in the queue and everyone there is fucking gorgeous but I was like I'm 19 at this point How bad can it be? But I'm wearing like Massive trousers And a jumper or whatever And I went in And this mum was like Nope, turn around And it's like Oh god Oh, <laughs> oh god. god Oh it makes me want To pull my skin Aww. off It's horrible I wasn't hot enough um, More for them Because You're, I
1: am When I open my bar I'm going to give you a job Thank you You were so hot And you were so hot before revenge
3: Right, let's get back on track. So sure. uh Lelena runs up a massive phone bill because she's an entitled child and then she steals she from her dad. T- talking she's-
1: to Ben Stiller's sister on oh, the yeah. phone. So stuff like this, I like this turns weird things that I think are just throwaway gags into subplots mm. and it's really boring.
3: It is boring. When Vicky's like You now need this exact amount of money to pay the phone bill. Boring. Uh, Has a huge go at Troy. Now, here we go. I love stuff like this. I love it, hate it, love it. So Mm. Troy's there and he's brought that girl home from wherever.
2: Who uh, married Brendan Fraser. Really? Wait, which one? Uh, Troy's uh, Janine Troy's girlfriend
3: yeah you know he brings her home and she doesn't that... say much no. but Lelaine is having a massive yeah, at yeah, him. yeah, yeah, him yeah. so this is you're like okay I need to show sexual tension what am I going to do here's the blank page so you just write an argument and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't I think it mostly works, but I think she has a big swing and it's a bit of a boner kill, I will say, when she's like, you're going to end up like your dad, by the way. It's like, we're trying to have eye sex and you've thrown in the dad. I think like, I think you've gone too far, Lainey, to be honest. No, I Do you feel know like she's, I'm talking trying, about? she's
2: trying to hurt him as much <clears throat> as she can. No, she's not. She's trying
3: to flirt with him. It's so obvious to me. Anyway, not sexy. Mistake. So.
2: <laughs> so Welcome obvious to, to you. Pal. <laughs> yeah, so obvious to you, even though it doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> it makes no sense to me, but it's obvious. <laughs>
3: Just give me a minute.
2: And they, those
1: sisters are definitely lesbian. <laughs> it was
3: more the way... Oh, my God, <laughs> get over it! It was
1: more the way it was said. It was more the way it was like, it's so obvious to me. But you added to me, yeah. I mean, what you meant was it's so obvious to everyone yeah, because yeah. I'm telling you yeah. it's obvious. It doesn't make sense. But like, I think that's, that's
3: true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to be polite. Yeah.
1: No, and you haven't understood it.
2: So
3: no. Vicky is terrified of HIV. Uh, so we do all of that through her thing. It was a weird time, to be fair. So I, I think he seems really entitled now. Um, but I, it's very, very different times. So fair enough. Yeah.
2: I don't know. It feels like they want to stick an issue in there. I, yeah. th- I think it's. I think that's a bit forced, and it doesn't. I don't know. I don't like the way it's played out, but the stuff with Steve, I, uh, Sammy rather, Stephen's aunt is even worse. I think.
3: Oh my god! Yeah, he's he's robbed basically. Yeah. Because like, suddenly
2: out of nowhere he's gay. Yes. And we've got a subplot about him telling his mum. Yeah. But this is a film about young people having sex, and he's the only character that doesn't get to have a sex life yeah. or or or, any, or even a kiss or anything. It's no, like so it. so it's just chucking it in for the sake of it yeah. rather than actually wanting to use that yeah i agree wanting I to have it be you know have a bit of everything i think here. it's
3: a really privileged thing to do like you know just sort of white lady thing to do when i don't like it um so michael now the thing is he's gone and taken her tapes to in your face but she did ask him not to so how do we feel about that like he did it without her permission is that cool not cool I mean, it's. I think it's fine. I don't. Yeah. A, I don't have a problem with it. It's something that people do. Well, now that she's skint, she thinks it's fine as well. Uh, like you said, Sammy comes out. He's been celibate. Horrible waste. And then Troy and Michael have their little set too, which is, have I stepped over some line in the sands of coolness with you? Because excuse me it's if somebody scene. doesn't know the secret handshake. Yeah, yep.
1: I like it. It's a good. It's a good scene. But here, you see, this is the thing because I think we're. I, I think you, as the viewer, are meant to be like. Ugh. Troy's the cool guy here, and you're watching. You're going,
3: I relate to Michael. He wins the argument, I think.
1: But Troy does in that moment, I think. I think it might depend how old you are as well, Alex.
3: Oh, sorry, yeah, because I feel like he does. Yeah,
1: he definitely wins. I I know what to give her in a way that you never will. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I know what she needs. But I tell you what, I
3: liked here. So Michael's like, I know what she needs, whatever, and she's off to the screening with him. She's thinking might want to keep my options open here. Best thing to do is throw Troy a look that's like, I'm going, but I don't really want to go. Just in case when you get home, you need him to be available. I was like, player. Player's going to play. Good for you, Winona Ryder. Is this
2: what you wish <laughs> happened in the film, rather than what actually I saw happened. the look.
3: I am not blind. I saw that look. She's like, oh, I'm going to go. <laughs>
2: I, I love this Ben Stiller stuff, though. The, the stuff that we, you know, I, I'm sure, and, and I think Hanshura said that he helped out with bits and pieces on the script, but in, made sure that she retained credit, which she felt very happy about because... That, that didn't happen a lot of that time still doesn't but there's certain little moments where now we know who Ben Stiller is it feels like him like when he says hey what is your glitch you know that that's something that Ben Stiller has come up with because that's just how he talks When yeah. it, and also this is a performance like this is the first time we saw him like this he's given this performance a million times and I always find it quite funny yeah. the guy that's just a bit uncool yeah. and he's not, quite, he's not quite there he's not
3: quite got it no he's yeah. not quite
2: got it but he thinks he has yeah. and he's desperately trying and he's trying.
3: super likeable like you can't hate him yeah. play, he does good He's like, like one of those
2: ducks that sort of, uh, the legs are going under the surface, but on top he's trying <laughs> yeah. to stay cool.
1: And huge props to the wardrobe department, because when he turns up at the bar that Troy's playing in later, yeah. the outfit he's got on, the leather jacket, it's too new. Oh, it's and like he's just it's, bought it. It, it's literally like, I'm going to a rock bar, so I need a leather jacket. How many, it's, how it's how many leather jackets clean. do you need on a trip?
3: <laughs> Asking for a friend.
1: Is this about me bringing so many? On, I tell you what, boys. <laughs> I brought, I brought the jackets to Austin because I didn't realise it was going to be that hot. <laughs> <an> <laughs> How many thing? times did I tell you? Yeah, you, anyway. do you need to
3: listen to him about that. It's famously a hot place. Yeah,
1: anyway. you're fine
3: anyway. You sweated it all out, didn't you? That's yeah, yeah, all right. yeah. Lost about two stone yeah, in sweat. Two stone. So we see the tapes. As we've said, we all think her documentary now looks watchable. It's fucking, great. Uh, um, it looks fantastic. <laughs> Does he get a thank you? No, he doesn't. How are we going to change everything?
1: Pizza, pizza, pizza. <laughs> Great.
3: So then, Lelena is sad because, and this, who you are when you watch this depends if this makes you want to kill yourself or or you love it. I was really going to be someone by the age of twenty three. <laughs> I don't mind that, but when he's like, sweetheart, honey, he says, he uses a word that is honey, honey, he uses honey, honey. Oh yeah, you have I know to be, it's that. It's weird. It's really weird. It makes him seem much older all you need to be by 23 is yourself. And it's like, there's truth there, but it's just a weird power thing when he calls her honey. I don't know, it just feels a bit... He should be unsure about himself and he seems very sure of himself.
1: I think it's a very clever move, by a guy who is trying to insert himself as potentially the person you should be with without actually, actively saying, saying it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because it's using a really familiar term that you would use if you were a couple, yeah. but you're not a couple, yeah. but you're basically sowing the seeds in her mind. Yeah.
3: That oh, This is what it'd options, be like if we were again, a couple. Options are open. It's clever. Very clever player. Have you read the game? I haven't. <laughs> uh, every time you say, it, I think of the film, and then I get really excited, and then I realise you're talking about something noxious and
1: awful. <laughs> Very similar no. to the film. <laughs>
3: anyway so these two they bone which is like movie boning where it's all like you know we talk about this a lot or i do where it's like she's never had a penis inside her ever so it's like (gasps) this penis (laughs) ridiculous (sighs) um but they're the worst one of that seven that i can't believe that they're a married couple they've done it before and she's like oh my god it's amazing watch the sex scene in seven again you will not believe it how did we get onto that
1: you mean the movie where Brad Pitts looked after at the end? He are goes we talking about? Yeah, that one. Are we talking about seven?
3: Yeah, sorry, you tuned out for a bit. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'll the
1: fuck What were you thinking about? <laughs> Troy.
2: I was thinking Chris. about whether yeah, Troy's the Chris. villain. What are you what, thinking? What are you thinking? <laughs> Is Troy. And- oh, don't. Have we am, am, am you finished yet? Have you finished it, Ricky? Is Ooh. that
3: it? how do I know? What do you do? do you Is it give it? me a signal? Is, Is that it? it? Is it? In? Is it a liquid thing, Is or it in? will you just tell me? Tell me.
1: Tell me if it's in. <laughs> uh, well, I think we need to take some time off from each other. I think. I think we've crossed a line. I heard on, on this episode. I think. Even though you don't realise it right now, you've created some mental Me? images, both of you, that are going to be difficult to undo.
3: Oh, I like that. That's on nice. I haven't done anything. I heard,
2: uh, <laughs> I heard a podcast where the host says to Ethan Hawke that he was at college when Reality Bites came out and he hated Troy with a passion. And... Um, Ethan Hawke throws it back at him and says, is that because Troy was shining a light on you, wasting a lot of your time being a jock and watching sport? And this bloke was a bit speechless. Yeah. Um, But he said, Hawke said that the character obviously pissed a lot of people off even then. He said, my problem was everyone thought it was me. Yeah. And so people just thought I was this massive dickhead when I was. He said the hair was me, (laughs) (laughs) but the character wasn't.
3: I still kind of think that but it's really unfair it's That's unfair
2: he said, he said that it was the second time in his career that he felt like he'd created a character and the that first anything... was
3: Explorers
2: <laughs> 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 he's very good in that he's very good in that, that yeah no the first one was Explorers <laughs> <laughs>
3: So, anyway, um, he runs out on her, goes to a gig. <laughs> we need to end this show. I know, but let's, I'm, I'm doing it.
1: Just race through it.
3: So, in the bar, she's got to choose. Um, Troy... Explorers should not have got that big a laugh. That's my problem is... That, yeah, you it's, know, not that, it's not yeah, that funny. No,
1: exactly. Um, and that's why this
2: show needs to end yeah. soon. Sex is the quickest way to ruin a friendship, someone says. Yeah. Uh, Harry and Sally called. They yeah. want their dialogue back.
3: <laughs> but then, anyway, hold on to your knickers, because Troy's about to say, you can't navigate hate me i may do i may do mean things and i may hurt you and i may run away without your permission and you may hate me forever and i know that scares the living shit out of you i'm the only real thing you've got you gaslighting piece of shit (laughs) basically i'm awful and i'm being really honest about that so you can't have a go at me later and you cannot do better than this unbelievable unbelievable scenes anyway good use of
2: you too all i want is you though
3: yeah i do like the scene where it's troy and michael in the street and troy's like we all die along because i'm so deep and whatever and michael says and it is a shame this is the last we see of him apart from his video at the end but him he's like well who are you here for then like what yeah. is your deal Great i think moment. that's really brilliant really yeah i love that then we get a being glum montage uh, because Lelaine is like on the hook because this abusive manipulative shit has worked on her and then here he is classic rom-com beat a parent has died which is going to give you hitherto (laughs) unseen deaths and that's going to make you a good partner you're going to be all sensitive now you're all exposed you've got a planet of regret on your shoulders mental Uh, he loves her he also needs somewhere to live I've noticed again player and that's it so then we get a bit of comic relief at the end Michael gets the last word which deserves yeah. taking the piss out of this pair and yeah. that's it
2: so he, he created the show this is where Evan Dando uh, right, I didn't up. see this book. Karen Duffy and Evan Dando are in a reality show called Reality Bites and the last thing is created by Michael Great
3: and they're really awful people and she's yeah, smoking I mean, constantly I mean it looks, yeah. like,
2: it looks like the real world yeah. so um, yeah he got the last laugh kind of <laughs>
3: And that's it. We're out. So we'll do the bits then, yes? So,
2: so uh, one more thing. Uh, Helen Childress's daughter at the end turned to her and said, why didn't she pick Ben? Oh. So she was in that corner. And she
3: said, because you don't want to have sex with him. <laughs> that's the answer. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that what you've got? Is yeah. that it? Yeah. All right, fine. Right, <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> Get us through this.
3: All right, fine. Let's do the bits then. So, uh, Chris, what was your best scene?
1: Um...
2: I like the uh, doily scene where Troy and Michael argue in the apartment. Um, yeah. I think I think the best scenes are between those two having to go with each other. It Weird, feels' isn't it? Yeah, it feels intense and it feels real. And, and him saying, I think I know what she needs in a way you never
1: will, really feels like a fucking burn. So, yeah, yeah that one. And you? And um, you? there's a great scene I think you mentioned it. I think Chris expressed how much he loved it in the, in the moment and they're in a gas station dancing to My Sharona <laughs>
3: they're so funny <laughs> it's so
1: much fun I love that scene. I know song. I
3: love that. I want to hang out with them yeah. uh, seriously
1: uh, no it's uh, the same scene that, that Chris picked
3: mine is the bar scene where she's got to choose and Troy says that I'm a dick but you love that by the way so fine uh, what's your most valuable whatever Alex uh, Ethan Hawke in the movie Explorers <laughs> <laughs> no honestly
1: he created that character, <laughs> and that was the first and time. And a character. This is the second time, but that was the first time. And I don't think he'd have been able to create Troy in the way he did if he didn't. It's Steve Zahn, uh, genuinely. Yeah, he's really and good. I'm just putting it out there that whenever we do a movie on the show with Steve Zahn in it, I will pick him as my MVW because I think he's absolutely fucking phenomenal. Yeah. I love him in everything he's ever done. Yes. Steve Zahn. And you? Oh, we need to do Sahara. Carry on.
3: Oh, I would like to do that. Uh, I really like
2: Ben Stiller in this film. Ben Stiller the actor more than Ben Stiller the director. Mm Mm-hmm. Although, I watched the Roger Ebert review of this film, and he says they're under the impression that if you point your camera at friends and idiotic things they say, you've got something and it's television or a movie. (laughs) Yeah, and you've got fucking reality TV, and this is all about to happen. He wasn't
3: right all the time, that's the thing about Roger Ebert. Oh, they hated this film. Uh, Mine's also Ben Stiller, the actor. I think he's cast perfectly, because Mm. you don't want him to be a villain, because that pulls focus from the story. If you feel too sorry for him, that pulls focus from Lelena this love triangle thing which is really what it is only works because he's nice but there's zero sexual pull and so she's 23 she needs to be shagging you do not want to have sex with him or you will do but it's just not the same Uh, Troy and Lilayna don't make it that's fine but they have like two years of like hotness great Mm. but Ben Stiller is the reason that all works because he plays like a sexual nothing terrible thing to say but I think he does that very well not a terrible thing to say that's judgy who gives a shit Anyway. Sorry, Ben. I mean, I'm sure he's really smoking hot in real life or whatever. And I, I
2: know you're saying that no one fancied him in this film. <clears> I reckon there must be at least one person beyond Helen Childress's daughter no, who I've thought checked. he was the one.
3: No, there isn't.
2: Yeah, no. A, well, I've
1: got one at least.
3: Helen Childress's daughter? Yeah. She didn't right. say she fancied him. She said she should have been with him. Yeah, but yeah. That's
1: different. She knows about security. She wants to look after herself in the future. Yeah. Not that she finds him. Uh,
3: what would you change? Uh, no, yeah you yeah, yeah, yeah Fine,
1: fuck it. Yeah. Uh, right. Um I really wish Troy had finished the second song his band played (laughs) before he chases her out of the bar. Because it's way better than I'm nothing, which is awful. But that second song was kind of upbeat, had an upbeat tempo. uh, So there's that. And also, I think that Lilani and uh, should have been presented with a check uh, I think there should have been some financial amounts that you understood that this show had given yeah. her this money when she was skinned and she then had to on screen make the decision between her art and yeah. actually capitalism
3: yeah that's good I mean I think it's implied not that it's the same but because she, she buys the dress I think that she I bought the dress with the winnings from the thing oh but i'm re- maybe I'm reaching i okay. don't know uh, what would you change?
2: Um I know he's too cool for school but Troy needs to make some kind of romantic gesture at the end to win her over
3: rather than just being awful. Yeah, I know it yeah.
2: goes against his character but the, 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 the I thought he'd it- killed his dad. A yeah, yeah. <laughs> Losing a parent can't be the sexy thing you do. To... In
3: all rom coms, it is though.
2: <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh so that would be my main change. The other one is when she's asked to define irony, she should say it's like rain on your wedding day. Oh, lovely! <laughs> <hopefully.
3: laughs> oh, it and they just walk out, it like come out? out. No, she would have been ahead of the curve. It's like ten thousand spoons, <laughs> or whatever it is. you need a Maybe, all, all <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe it had come it's out. A, it doesn't matter. It's just a great example. It's a traffic jam already late and then the woman's going that's not even right you can't work here you dummy uh mine is you're like this let's see sammy come out because he's robbed of that moment he's going to come out to his mum, and you don't see it. you see the aftermath and you see him reflecting on it Mm -hmm. but he's a brilliant actor he's really robbed of a big not an arc but like a big scene he's just nice gay supporting person so when he comes out can we not see him do that with his mum and see what happens in that room. Yeah,
1: and Steve Zahn's a brilliant
3: actor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he's too on the periphery and he's really underused and I think not to give him his big moment that's, he, that's in there anyway, it's a bit do, criminal.
1: He does so much with so little in his
3: <laughs> Yes, he does. And that is us, Dunzo.
1: Right in. it's time for Verdict. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. To... You want answers! I want the truth! Cool, so my choices this week because obviously I'm a big fan of both of these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of nostalgia. <laughs> Let's go with you first, Chris. Mm. I found
2: it much harder than usual this week, though. Okay. Uh, normally, it's easy. Drag Me Tell, obviously, was easy. Uh, I flip-flopped a lot. Singles, and meanders. So much. Hasn't so got the music I like. Reality Bites has weight. music I do like. Um, but it, it's a film about selling out that sells out by featuring all those songs designed to get on MTV. And it takes the piss out of those songs <laughs> and uh, of anti-consumerism. And then there's product placement. All that stuff. I hate that. But... You know what? I'm picking Reality Bites because there's some tension in that film. There's a conflict through that love triangle. There's just more going on. Whereas singles, it, I like it and
1: I can watch it, but I'm not, I can't get my head into it. So I'm picking Reality Bites. Wow, sir. So... First one vote for Reality Bites from 1994. Ben Stiller's directorial debut has picked up its first vote. On <laughs> and it's last Artists. vote, can I just say? It's
3: also picked up its last
1: vote. Well, we'll see. Really? I'm going to hand it over Vicky, Vicky Vicky. I
3: knew you were going to say that. Thank you so much. I was certain that there was no way that anything could beat Reality Bites because although it's bananas and irksome, it's got a special place in my heart, Time Capsule. It has got an unabashed pride in being itself. You can't embarrass this film. This film is unembarrassable. And then I watched Singles, and it charmed my socks off. Now, this could be because of the tendrils of feelings I have towards Friends, because it is Friends, but a movie. Uh, But also, I did want to spend time with them. They're less obnoxious than the kids in Reality Bites. Mm. I have no issue with the ending of Reality Bites. I think Lelaina gets what she deserves. But I think the film wants you to like them, Lainey and Troy, and that's actually impossible. You can't. They're dreadful. And the singles kids aren't dreadful, and I just found it. It's just... I don't know. I don't think Cameron Cross should be so upset about it. It's got a tiny little Little bit of magic in it somewhere. So singles.
1: What a piece. Singles and reality bites. I get the casting vote on a week when I pick two of my favourite movies. (laughs) So (laughs) I agree with Chris. I don't think there's a lot between them actually. I know I've been quite hard on reality bites, but actually it's very close. However, it comes down to something Vicky was talking about for me, which is relatability and empathy. Which of these two films features a character that I could connect with? Well, I didn't really connect with Troy. I think he's a bit of a dick. I've met that guy, and I've hated that guy. You oh, are that guy. And I'm not <laughs> Troy. I'm Steve. I am
3: Campbell Scott. Thank you. The what lack of
2: self-awareness. I'm <laughs> Fucking believable. you p- you picking... You're picking singles. <laughs> on, quick, Just your, do it.
3: Your face. Just pick singles. <laughs> Just pick singles. Come on. Singles. Right, we have a winner.
1: And the winner is
3: oh, singles. god Good. I'm glad. I'm
2: glad.
1: Yeah, uh, right. Wait. Singles is our winner. But don't forget, you have the chance to tell us how right or probably with regard to everything on this episode. Wrong. We got it uh, on our poll. It's a poll. Goes do we have to Twitter. put these episodes up?
2: Why not? Okay, so.
1: fine. Uh, Yeah, so go on the uh, old Twitter account there, at Clashboard, and uh, you can vote in the poll. Right, let's look ahead to next week. Vicky gave a clue on Monday, which was...
3: And the band played on, and then they played on again.
1: (laughs) And what are we doing next week? We are doing A Night to
3: Remember, which is old and is on ITVX and Apple, so have a look for that. And then, Titanic, which is... On Disney, but it's also in your brain the whole time because you've all seen it about a million times. I'm saying that sad because I watched it last night and I'm still crying about it. And really? I think, I think there's something wrong with me.
1: So I'm halfway through. I had to stop. Oh, stopped. my God. And uh, I'm ashamed. No, it's not ashamed to say. It. I'm liking it more than I thought God, I would. i I'm really love really it. I really, was not looking forward to watching it. It's and fantastic. It's that Cameron guy. He knows what he's doing. Right then. So it is... A Night to Remember versus Titanic next week. In the meantime, do subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Apple, Spotify, other. Uh, And uh, tune in on Monday when we are going to be talking. A Night to Remember. A big thank you to our sponsor, Ale (laughs) Ale. Have a lovely weekend. (laughs) Bye-bye.
0: Clash of the Titles is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.